Let's get this bullshit over with so I can have a cheeseburger. Uh, July 24th, 2013. This is Idle Thumbs uh, 116. I'm Chris Remo. I'm Jake Rodkin. I'm Nick Brecken. And Sean Vanneman broke his leg. <laughs> so <laughs> Actually he, true. He actually yeah. did. Yeah. So he'll be with us again soon. He's getting... He's in a splint at the moment, I think, and he's getting a cast tomorrow. So... Mm-hmm. Um, Meanwhile, you're getting, you're we're getting a cast right <laughs> <laughs> Suicides across oh, the room. Nick Brecken, the God. only man left standing. Yeah, I know. I just, the only man who did not just, suicide via stunned. terrible pun. I'm just completely. <laughs> oh man! Wow. Gross. Yeah, Jake and I might be the actual worst. Yeah, people. it's true. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well then, classic lineup, guys. Yeah, it is. We play games too, which is <laughs> weird. Yep. Yeah. We, we played strange esoteric games. We gotta stop calling it the classic lineup when Sean's not on it. I, mean, I know, yeah. yeah. He's, <laughs> he's at home in a cat. He's like, you know, he's got a broken he's leg. Like, <laughs> he's just, it's true. It's fine. Not all classic. Not all classic. It's the old moldy lined up. Yeah. Geezer lineup. Yeah, right. Garbage shit lineup. Yeah. The worst. Oh, just Nick's here. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> yesterday, Nick and I did a totally. Is there any. I don't know. Is there any, like, Stuff you guys want to talk about, or are we just going to start talking about the crazy stream? Because um, that is a have, thing. Did you have anything you want to talk about first? You don't know. You don't want to hear it. What? Whoa, now we do. <laughs> you can't say that. I just, it's I was time just for this. Nick's weekly segment. No, no, you don't want to hear that. That's not for the podcast. Yeah, no. As usual, no one wants to hear it, so we're not. We... <laughs> right? yeah, yeah. In the tradition, yeah, no. Video games. Crusader yeah. Kings 2. Yeah. I really want to know what Holy I didn't crap. want to hear. No, I, there's nothing. See, that's, that's God damn it. It's drama. I've just created... <laughs> Created a moment here. So you guys are not paying off. So you until guys, the next episode when I tell you what it is. All right. Anyway, I'm just going to cut off his mic. This yeah. Is, um, so yesterday, Nick and I, completely on a whim, um, decided to we we decided to do a game stream. We didn't know what we were going to stream, and we went through I don't know like two dozen ideas. I think. Yeah. Before somehow. Was, I know what it was. It came, I loaded up Crusader Kings because I had heard that it was good. Mm-hmm. And I saw a man named, like, King Whatever the Bastard. And we said, oh, of oh, course. Oh, right. You're right. Like, as soon as we saw that. There's a weird naming convention thing. Yeah. Well, because this is probably going to be worth It had come down to also, Civ Five versus Crusader Kings, too. It, yeah. And you loaded up Crusader yeah. Kings, and that's and right. good. Good thing we did. Yeah. Um, so we yeah, neither of us really had ever played this game before. And it's, it's a paradox game. It's the people who make... Um, Europa Universalis and Hearts of Iron and Victoria, you know, these these fairly Baroque, intricate, uh, grand strategy games. Mm-hmm. This one's a little different because it is so intensely focused on the managing of a royal lineage. It starts in 1066, 
Um, Which, by the way, I didn't know. Like, I didn't expect that. Oh, you didn't know that? No, I, I didn't had no know idea. Didn't know that. That Are there was... historical events that spawn up in the game tied to actual specific dates of real events, or is it sort of yeah, like the Crusades? Yeah, well, like, yeah, yes. Yeah, no, no. So paradox games in general are much more it are like when it based in a specific era in history, whereas Civ is completely arbitrary. Right, like, right. yeah, Civ has nothing to do with anything um, other than just what things are named, basically. But in in uh, in most paradox games, I'm not even su- Nick. You're more familiar with paradox games than I am, but yeah. they they're they're much more historically rigorous. I mean, there's still yeah. alternate history in the sense that you can do whatever you want, but right. Um, they're but they're situated in much the context more of a certain start date. You guys yeah. started playing in like. We started playing in a Duchy of Ireland, Duchy of Ireland. in 1066. Choose, what made you choose that? So we okay. So we loaded this up on our stream at twitch.tv slash Idle Thumbs. Nice. I just got to get the plug. And um, the, peop, the the Crusader Kings two fan base, I think, is really dedicated and, and extraordinarily knowledgeable because there's no way to like this game without becoming incredibly knowledgeable about it. Yeah. Because you, I don't think you can casually enjoy this game. You have to just. True. Dive in. So they gave um, you the wreck to play. Yeah, because there's because Ireland is its own isolated island, and I think that was oh because con- considered can, to be sort of a, start within the the politics and region of Ireland. Yeah, without having to worry people had about some it. reasons for yeah. why that was why oh. that was uh, valuable. So, um, so we started in uh, one of the kind of historical Irish kingdoms and um, the petty kingdom of Munster. The petty kingdom of Munster. Yeah. Yes, uh, King Marshad. Yeah, I don't know how to pronounce any of the names in this game. It's yeah. a real bummer. Yeah. Um, and so just it took it was pretty it's pretty slow. If you watch this stream, it starts off pretty slowly, but it picks up as we start to kind of get into the swing of making decisions and having things happen. Well, to be um, fair, we made decisions. <laughs> they weren't good ones. Like yeah. <laughs> we started quickly. We started far too quickly. In fact, the first thing everybody said was start pausing the game more. Because if you just let the simulation run, things happen and you have to set everything in, in motion. Yeah, we, you, I don't even know if we realized that. At first. Yeah, no, we had no idea what we were doing. Yeah, yeah. We just started imprisoning half of Ireland and apparently. Oh, yeah, we were imprisoning vassals. When, like, when everybody's <laughs> related to everybody else, you probably shouldn't just start arbitrarily imprisoning people. Yeah. I guess. It seems like it's worked out. We killed a lot of yeah, wives. We, well, it took a lot of hard work. Yeah, you weren't there for that, Jake. We dug ourselves like the, into a into a hatred hole. Yeah, that it took us years to climb out right, of. Right, but yeah. a generation and a half the later, everyone hole. loves you. The hatred yeah. hole filled with people that we that we threw <laughs> that in we that hole. In it. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> mostly their wives. Yeah. Um. So the th- one of the things that was fascinating about this, the game, the actual character you play is a is a noble character. Um, you can start as a king or a lord. You don't have to actually start as a king. And um, you didn't start as a lord. We started as a king. Yeah, it's yeah. interesting. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, but there are also other characters who are lowborn who are just part of the game simulation. Yeah. And one of them was one of our vassals at at the beginning of the game. Uh, this guy uh, Ragnar, <laughs> who is just a guy. Why did you guys follow Ragnar? I didn't. It wasn't – I can't remember why we started why, focusing on him. It's one of those things where like why – when did you become friends with uh, that guy 40 years ago? And it's like I don't remember. Maybe it was that time when we went to that bar. Like I don't like, so know. Right oh, no, I remember why. I remember why. So <laughs> no, I do because we were plotting – so we as oh, the king no, I do remember were plotting why. to murder – That's right. We were plotting to murder our uh, – Yes. Our, um, uh, our brother. Yeah. Because <laughs> because that's what you do. Because that's what you Remember do. Remember that time? Because he, we he hated yeah. us, right? I was. Tr- yeah, no, our brother hated our. He guts. didn't like us very much, so we started a plot to murder him. Well, yeah, yeah. and Ragnar. we were looking. We were trying to like 
We're looking for someone inconspicuous. Yeah, we were trying to find someone to join this plot who we thought would would do a good job at murdering our brother yeah. or like you know fomenting this plot. And and that's when and the we, saw guy, fell we saw this guy. We saw this guy who's like, okay, there's this guy Ragnar who's the mayor of Nenog, and he's a gardener. Like this guy is like was he the mayor at the time? I don't remember if he was. He was a mayor the before the plot. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So and, he was just, a, but he was the he was a gardener though. Yeah. And we're like, all right, this guy's interesting. Like, so the, I, mean, I think in the fiction we just walked past a garden and just saw a guy who looked like <laughs> maybe like, you had, come here. And they're like, well, yeah. actually, I'm the mayor. Even better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And oh, so, so you owe me something. Perfect. This is yeah. you like drafting my imagined version of Dennis Kucinich into a murder <laughs> plot, basically. <laughs> what? <laughs> um. So so he was he was drawn into that plot. Uh. He just, I guess, being sort of a guileless gardener, yeah. uh, while the plot is kind of in the making, he gets drunk in a bar and spills the beans. Like he, that's he, right. Yeah. What? He got drunk in that bar and yeah. told everybody everything. He just ruined it. Yeah. He ratted, he ratted us Which out. Which is what ruined our entire, like, so we were in the pits How for does that years because of is, is that just a sort of it's a thing that can happen. narrative event that can happen? Yeah. Like someone involved in a conspiracy can get drunk in a bar yeah. and, yeah, and yeah, spill yeah. it yeah. and rag. Yeah. You guys still like Ragnar? No, no, dude. Well, this, here's well, the this thing. shit goes deep. You, yeah, you haven't yeah. even heard. Okay. Yeah. Of, yeah, we got some so, history here. So we, so we, of course, immediately throw Ragnar in prison yeah. because that's what we do. And this guy fucked up big time. So he Rag- felt bad about it, though. Well, two years later, and it like saying it this way. So this is the thing. Most of the time, we're dealing with all kinds of other shit. But like, if you just look at the story of Ragnar, two years pass. And he's just sitting in prison. But, like, meanwhile, we're running a kingdom. Like, yeah. two years actually takes a while to pass in this game right. because it goes day by day. And so two years later, it's actually quite a while, um, Ragnar, like, petitions for clemency. Um, we show him mercy. We turn down harsher punishment. Like, we say don't mm-hmm. throw him in the in the oubliette, right? Right. And then shortly after that, we're like, okay, let's throw this guy a bone. We pardon him. We let him out. He takes back his mayorship. Yeah. It's like, all right, this is bad. Ragnar. Well, the thing is, yeah. when he was in prison, he still liked us. He did. Which showed character. We thought that I was... I feel like he was bad because he got drunk. Exactly. He, knows, right. he right. knows what he did. He knows, yeah, he knew. Which, you know, I mean, uh, it's not, every, not everyone's going to do that, there's though. The not everybody's going to take it well. With that character, though, where the king is super pissed at him. He just says, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Right. No, I know. That's a very Game of Thrones scene, yeah, I feel it like. it happens. Yeah. In Game of Thrones. Yeah, it does. So at this point... Ragnar. Yeah, so Ragnar. at this point, Ragnar. shit is basically back to normal now. Ragnar is back in the mayor's mansion or whatever. Like, we're just running the kingdom for, like, years and years. Like, this is just totally state yeah. – normal state of affairs. Um, we – we it's time to appoint a new chancellor because the old chancellor dies our, you know, in our council. And we're looking through and we're like, you know what? You know, it would be, you know, be a really nice thing to do. Would be to, would be to, to give Ragnar the chancellorship. Yeah. Let's what do it. What does the chancellor do? He um he fabricates cancels. documents. Oh right, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's your diplomatic. He's basically, like, a just <laughs> you know, be really good to do that guy who spilled the beans in my massive assassination <laughs> thought... plot. Give him a job <laughs> where he goes to another country and then claims that we own that country. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. We thought it would be a nice thing to do. Yeah. Uh, we realize That's immediately after installing him in this position, he is completely inept. He's the worst possible guy we could have in this job. So we immediately—he's just the king's buddy that's just in the position. Everyone's like, "Oh God, he's fucking it up." But yeah, well, you you can't talk bad about him. He's the king's friend. Like, (laughs) 
what are we going to do? Like, so we immediately fire him and strip him of his title yeah. like that day. Yeah. Uh, like he, we can he's got one day right. in the chancellor's robes. Yeah. And the then most genteel man who's had the worst out. life happen. Yeah. To him. yeah. It was just so, this Rudy moment. He was just like, oh, yeah, I'm the Chancellor. No, you're not. Well, but yeah. the thing is, given what little I know of this guy's personality, I imagine he moved, like, brought his wife, went to this new place right. where his job was to forge documents, went down into the musty library, unrolled the scroll, like the parchment he was supposed to look at, and just, like, starts, like, he, he's like, <laughs> just oh, this should be something, but basically like, he just sweats profusely, right. and he, like, oh, my starts, God. starts forging something, his handwriting doesn't look anything like <laughs> the guy's handwriting, he's just like... The king asked me to do this. Oh my god! And then yeah, when I've the king it. when the king sends his guy and puts his hand on Ragnar's shoulders, like you don't have to do this. He right. just like, thank God. Okay, <laughs> is there a new mayor yet? There's not. Just go back to your garden. Okay, just go back. <laughs> oh, thank you so much for this opportunity. <laughs> I love being the mayor. What do you? Any, anything you need? <laughs> well, it turns out we did need something. So a few <laughs> a few years later, we call up Ragnar and we're like, all right. We're invading Ossery here. By the way, the the, co- the county that was the duchy that was uh, the new chancellor that replaced him yeah. fabricated a claim on. Um, so we have right. him. Yeah. 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 Yeah, 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 exactly. We have we have him uh, lead the. Why did we do that? I can't remember why we had Ragnar lead the army. Because we felt like you, he okay. needed a boost. Well, we like, felt Ragnar, like he'd really just been in the dumps. Ragnar, I, I you think... couldn't forge the documents, but you can at least win the war. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. So he's actually completely victorious. He right. secures Ossery. The empire expands. We gain this duchy. Um, his wife dies. Yeah. That he was becomes day. bitter after years of just crazy bullshit. He actually becomes incredibly unhappy with us. We didn't realize – we went a no, long time without realizing this was the case. We yeah. at one point checked up on Ragnar Fanning and realized yeah, – yeah, we realized like this is bad times. Yeah. Well, um, it happens, you know. Yeah. Sometimes you just forget. And the reason we noticed this – is because we were trying – so this whole time, there's this entire other narrative that is not related to Ragnar at all yeah. where we had a son from a previous marriage who was our heir. and But we later birthed a son, Sean Vanneman, and we really – we thought it was quite important that Sean Vanneman take the throne not upon, Brian, upon our not death. Brian. Not Brian, that, that, that son of a bitch. Just, that, um, wow. That nice guy. And uh, he is a nice guy. He, what about his mom? Jeez, she's dead. She died. Oh, we remarried. <laughs> that we, bitch. We apparently. killed her. So what? Um, you co- only responding to what you said. She died. She didn't do anything wrong. You called Brian son of a bitch. Oh, that's in not what to I his meant. Mother. That's not what I meant. You know, it's not what I meant. God, she was a family. saint. <laughs> Brian's mother was a saint. I won't have this. But Brian's a son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. So this whole time we've been like. <laughs> scheming like crazy to try and figure out how we can reassign like how we can grant did you get ragnar and Broglie in a second plot yeah so this is how the Literally? two this yeah, is yeah. how the two oh, storylines yeah. converge so we gave him a second chance well there, there's more than there's additional step up Brian. there's additional things right so or not Brian. Ragnar. 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 Yeah. So, yeah yeah so we so what we decide <laughs> what we decide we'll call to on do, you later what we decide to do is actually change the rules of of succession in our kingdom, so to elective, yeah. so that we can choose our heir rather so than you, have it be determined by like the you know first. Well, we can male. nominate, so, or no, actually, the way it worked originally is that it just gets split up right. among your heirs, and we're like, that sounds like a disaster. Yeah. So we're gonna now we're you gonna, can nominate. It's nominate right. It's no, elective. It's so it's yeah, um, but all of our vassals have to be on board for that to happen. The one remaining vassal who is not on board was Ragnar. Yeah. So finally, these two, like the two big storylines of our campaign, like just 
crash together as we're dependent on Ragnar uh, to to allow us to change the, the laws of the land. To allow us to elect Sean Vanneman as heir, so we basically so go. So it, it switched from Game of Thrones to House of Cards for a <laughs> yeah. minute here. Basically. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, except yeah. what's crazy that all this shit is just history. That's the actual thing. Yeah. yeah like that's all this shit is just actually it's like actually what goes on. Yeah. Or what went on in this era. So um, that's fine. Uh, so I see it through things I watch on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. So, um, so we basically go on a glad hand, like just campaign. With Ragnar, like we granted him, yeah. did we make him the, the the Lord of the Horse or whatever? We did. Well, no, we made him the cupbearer. Oh, think. we made him the cupbearer. Yeah. Oh, right. And people were really concerned about this because the they cup were the cupbearer can possibly poison you. Yeah. And, and he didn't like us at the time. Like but we had faith in him. We did. We we kept on him. We kept yeah. kind of you we know, kept him close. We gotta, the keep, palms. gotta keep those we, guys close. Yeah. We eventually we paid him. We just paid him off. We gave him a large sum of gold. Got him on our side. He agreed. So fucked up. Yeah. So we were able to change <laughs> the really succession gross. laws. Uh, we were then able to uh, elect Sean Vanneman as heir. We the vassals, I guess, were on board. Yeah. Uh, it all went through. Um, yeah, that gold really was the Deus Ex Machina of all this. Yeah. I don't know if that really the character arc of Ragnar gets a little funny around here, but yeah, you think so? I don't know. Like eh, that guy, we gave him a shot. We we let him lead an army. And then he just hates being, us. I don't know why he ended up war hating is not us. like necessarily an awesome thing. Eh, most people enjoy it. How do you? <laughs> I mean, he won. What you just said. He won. The victorious. But at what cost? All of his men. Yeah. His wife. I don't know. I think people who are victorious in this game. I are... think that he thought the king never forgave him for that time <laughs> wow. that he sp- so it was spilled even deeper. the plot. Yeah, where yeah. he was like. He's acting like this is a great thing, but I know right. he's just sending me to my death. Yeah. I know it because I let him down in that plot. I right. was a really bad fucking whatever chancellor. Yeah. Now And now here I am. That's so, true. Well, we did, oh, that's right. We pulled the chancellorship from him. That's probably, oh, that what, did actually, make him mad. That's yeah, probably yeah. what actually set this off. So Because when you, when you arbitrarily just revoke. Oh, and it was also just that we were an arbitrary king generally. Oh, that's right. He we found us to be jerk. like a fickle yeah. leader. Yeah. yeah and he which was, is true. It's Which is enough. totally true. It's we fair. put him through the ringer. It's fair, man. Uh, but this is where the real godfather shit comes in, right? Like coming yeah. up. So like, so we discover that our firstborn son, Brian, who has now been stripped of his uh, potential as heir. His wife is actually plotting against us. Right. We dis- our spy master uh, lets yeah. us know that he's uncovered this plot, and we're like, "Oh man, you know who we've got to head up this plot? <laughs> we're bringing back Ragnar." Yeah. So yeah. we we uh, we call on Ragnar to join in this plot. This plot, by the it way, was a predator moment. Becomes... I'm just like we're just searching for the guy. Or I guess commando. No, this was the plot. This was the, the the crazy plot. Yeah. This was the plot where basically every noble on the island. Was well, involved in this one. plot yeah. to to kill this guy's wife. This right. came, this became crazy. We just started like inviting every single like crazy distant family member into this plot to kill our son's wife. Yeah, and they were all in on it. Ragnar, we brought him in. He didn't say shit. He was happy to play along. He did not spill the beans. Yeah, that woman was poisoned to hell. She, she there was like a hundred and thirty percent chance that she would die. Yeah, I mean, it was got, not even like close. It there was were just, a lot of small vials concealed. Yeah, right. In, yeah. At that dinner, right. every glass of wine yeah. was poisoned just in case. Yeah. yeah. So Ragnar, at that point, basically completely redeemed. He was like fifty by then, right? Right. And uh, and then soon after. Uh, the king, you know, our character, yeah. uh, Ragnar, <laughs> I think someone put it, one of our, one of the stream watchers 
uh, characterized the king as Ragnar's oldest friend and oldest enemy, right. which is the best. Yeah. Uh, yeah. King King uh, Mershad dies. Yeah, Ragnar um, still going strong. Actually, Ragnar's, Ragnar's he's still like the mayor. 16. He's still the mayor. He's still the mayor. He's living they large. Yeah, he's got nothing to do. Yeah, we need to give him something to do now. I mean, you know, yeah. we got to get Ragnar. No, back. no sleep for Ragnar. No, <laughs> no. Meanwhile, yeah, he's like, oh my. My friend, the king is dead. Meanwhile, nineteen-year-old Sean Vanneman yeah. starts knocking on the door. Oh Christ! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Ragnar, 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 Ragnar. Hey, Ragnar. Yeah, I love the idea that when Sean was like three, Ragnar right. was like was just you the know, guy that you forty, yeah. and he was just hanging out with his dad. Right, right, right. Yeah, just the trusted, uh, the trusted friend of your father. Yeah, but actually, just the tortured friend of your father. Right, just the right, tortured, right, right. like yeah, just <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That so that that was one of the many sort of stories. That was one through. guy. That was our favorite, I think, through line, but yeah. only one of several. There are I multiple mean, through lines, all the Sean yeah. stuff was pretty you guys crazy have done too. Like seven hours of this game now, I think, between the five and a half hour yeah. and the one and a half hour that we just did. Yeah. Yep. And yeah, it was really nice watching it because I think I could never play this game, but I at least kind of know how it's played after watching the stream for an hour and a yeah. half. Watching you guys already know what you're doing. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. I mean, really, like the, the the mechanics of it are just very different from a from like a total war game. So you yeah, just yeah. like you know the idea that you don't want to declare war until you're fabricating claims on it the just, county, and then all that stuff. Once you figure that out, it's much more streamlined. But then you realize that there's there are like a thousand layers that we haven't even touched. Yeah, which it's it's weird to see this game because it's the sort of game that I always know exists on the PC but never right. play. Where oh, it's yeah. the game that sort of. It feels almost like a tabletop game, except yeah. that it's intricate to the point that it could never be, and it takes place in real time, and it needs right. the machine working underneath it. But everything yeah. is representative. There's no like, yep. Space doesn't really matter. Units are just huge like chess pieces mm-hmm. on a board, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, there's a fucking huge real time AI running underneath it. It's well, weird. and the thing that's amazing about this this particular game, given all the things you just said about it, which are completely accurate is that it manages to be so personal at the same time. Right. Because yeah. most games at this scale are about just kind of faceless armies. Right. Well, this is all about your family tree and yeah. related people, so you can tell the goddamn uh-huh. story of But meanwhile, you can still just flick back on the mouse wheel, zoom out, yeah. and see, oh, there's the crusades going on in Jerusalem yep. between uh, Croatia and the Muslim Caliphate. Like, yeah. holy crap. Yeah. Um, and that, Brian and his and, guys. We, sent, we oh. sent Brian, our our like aging brother, now brother, because now yeah. we're playing Sean Vanneman. The former heir, right. former heir, former heir. God, but he went over there. He lost his entire army, came home with a Crusades badge on his shirt, and then everyone's <laughs> yep. like, you should be king now. So that yeah. was the latest upset. And now yeah. the vassals, this is why oh, we, we screwed ourselves by choosing elective uh, succession. Right. I mean, it was worth it to get Sean in we the throne. We can fix this. But yeah, no, we can definitely fix it. So we just, you know, wives can be killed. The, yeah. uh, the chat says that what's actually going on is Sean Vanneman II is not likely to gain favor amongst anyone yet because he's a kid. But as no. he grows up, the tide is going to turn and Brian is going to get fucked again. Oh, so, we'll just, so Sean Vanneman needs to stay safe. Yeah, like, yeah. Keep, keep Sean yeah. Vanneman II safe yeah. and then marry him to that three-year-old you got in the jail. <laughs> Oh man, Shaban, is that Siobhan, yeah, yeah. Shaban, Shaban, yeah, yeah. We captured Sean's sister in real life. Yes, that's we, why it's very strange. <laughs> also, we married Jake Rodkin to our. We married our. Oh, that's right. Oh my god. We married our brother Jake Rodkin to our own daughter. Yeah, that was pretty messed up. Yeah, or we they're not married, but they're betrothed. Right. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> I, <laughs> it's making Jake uncomfortable. Sorry. Yeah, no, it's fine. Uh, 
Um, so it's uh, this game is nuts. It it's it, it's yeah. It's, it's so hard to. How do you tell people to pick up and play this game when doing that? Is I don't know. The impossible. only the only reason well, I did is because we were going to stream it. Um, and we had the I knew, I knew it would force to me to do it, and that people yeah. would help us. I think the actual but, answer to that is there are this game. For obvious reasons, as you can tell, there are lots of Let's Plays of it. There yeah. are a lot of like fan-written kind of getting started guides and stuff because yeah. it is the kind of game that generates so many stories. So I think people get very enthusiastic about yeah. it and want to share it. So yeah. um, it's definitely a game where if you want to actually get into it, there are resources to do so. Yeah. There's actually been a, a huge Crusader Kings 2 thread on the Adult Thumbs forums for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I've seen, I've seen people in there say, like, I got into this game thanks to this thread. Yeah. So. Um, also, we, there, we started up a separate thread in the Idle Thumbs episode forums yeah, that has all the details game, of this playthrough. This play. yeah. Um, yeah. It has a save game from when we ended the first night and Sean the first uh, right. ascended to the throne. Um, there are links to the streams. It's also the on, streams. It's on, it's on our YouTube, YouTube. Our YouTube yeah. page as well, which is youtube.com slash idle videos. Um, yeah, it's crazy. It's a crazy game. Also, if people aren't down with just regular history, apparently the Game of Thrones mod for this game is really good. Apparently, it's fantastic. Well, this game already creates every single scenario that happens inside of Game of Thrones. Right. Like the, the things in this that are a little bit more out of control and ludicrous than I imagine history is, yeah. or at least the frequency with which ludicrous things happen in yes. Crusader Kings 2, is actually... Like what? Like buying an inn? <laughs> no. Like people marrying like a daughter being married to a brother that is not that weird that happens <laughs> it happens wives are killed once a year a wife is murdered or a baby no. is pulled out of a hole i don't know man read wolf hall okay. like read wolf hall and like just observe how how quickly fucked up things happen on a regular basis okay. and realize that this is over the course of years that we're playing this game of crusader kings All right. also this was hundreds of years earlier and was even more brutal than the tudor period that's I mean, true. like in terms of That's in true. terms of uh, okay, crazy. Yeah, would, history is I would, nuts. I would believe that just fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Not that Wolf Hall is like a definitive historical text, no, but it sure. is. It is quite accurate, and I just bring it up because we're going to read it for the Idle Book Club. I'm sure the mod of this would map 100 percent perfectly to the way the Game of Thrones storylines unfold as well. Right. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I you mean, know, I was talking to JP about this today, and he had a really amazing idea, which I thought was great, which was a game that was built on these similar systems and formed around these dynamics. Um, but is set in like the world of the Sopranos or something, where it's like a mob a mob family. Because yeah, no, so many I've been of the thinking things, of that as yeah, we've been playing. So many of the things that because we're I'm doing, watching the Sopranos right now, so oh, I'm just I'm, nice. I'm actually contextualizing it all through that. Yeah, yeah. Because all that Ragnar stuff, yeah. that felt like the biggest like just Godfather debt, yeah, yeah, yeah. debt situation. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. I think I actually said some Godfather or like Sopranos isms while we were playing because it was yeah. just in, in like in my head right, at the time. Right. But yeah, no, it's totally that stuff. Like, yeah. it's super good. Yeah, yeah. I would love to see game. someone just do a crazy total conversion of this and put it in some other completely different. God, setting. that would be hard. That would if be, you'd have that to, would be a tall. The order. scale would be totally different. The scale It'd be, would be very well, different. That said, you could probably basically take the world map and shrink it down to like the Tammany Hall treatment of just That's like true. Yeah. just you have it, your capos instead of your vassals. Oh right. God. If it is just wards and districts and yeah. boroughs of New York. God, wow. if if it was some kind of crazy thing actually where it's the mob and also like the Tammany Hall establishment, like those are actually right. the overlapping factions rather than mm. I mean that'd be weird because they're not entirely comparable, but like right. there there's gotta be ways to to do that. The Pope is yeah. like the FBI or something. Right. Yeah, I was trying to think what the Pope analogy would be, but I guess, yeah. Yeah, weird. Man, that'd be a good game. I mean, this is already a great game. It's, it's already, already a really good game. Yeah. I, lo- I, I love games like this that tackle such 
ridiculously ambitious things. I mean, it's basically just, it's what Paradox does. It's just their deal. It's so strange, um, though. It's like, God, for, for as much as I love that game, I would have never played that game. You know, it's just weird. It's 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 just, oh, God, it's so hard with these types of games. Like, it's just, you just see the screenshot of the enormous world map, and it's just like, oh, my God. Like, I know that's going to take three hours. To, I guess that's why stuff like Twitch is cool, because you can just mm-hmm. sort of watch somebody play it for an hour, which is the equivalent of your friend showing you how to play. Yeah, for sure. And I just don't have any friends that would, you I, know. I mean, I mean, as far as I know, Paradox is doing better than they ever have. And I think a big reason for that is because yeah. in the past, these games would have been the exclusive province of right. super Grognardian web forums and like dads who saw this stuff at Walmart or whatever <laughs> who watched the History Channel. Well, I'm like, serious. Right. I think that's yeah. probably a yeah. not insignificant part of the market for war games. Right. Um, but now you can – People can – 2,000 people can watch us do this mm-hmm. for seven hours. Yeah, it's pretty good. And be like, wow, that actually seems quite interesting. And we are in turn benefiting from other people who are helping us out. Like that is just – several years ago, that would be completely impossible Yeah, you know, for, for a game to spread like that. I think that's amazing. Mm-hmm. I think it's especially amazing that games that are this Baroque and um, kind of unsexy can, can do that. You know, like this yeah. is the opposite of every single highly marketable – thing you could ever put in a video game right but it is so absorbing and so fascinating and so captivating if like once you just get over the hump of getting into it and i think that's wonderful i think that's really incredible because i think games that are about the actual world that has existed that we live in yeah. i think is, are, is that's a very valuable thing like no, i was thinking about that when goof you, around and when we talked about it. The, like yeah. it's pretty fascinating like when we were talking about the godfather stuff i was just thinking you know like yeah what if you were gonna skin this game would it sell better right like if, if you just mm. if you just applied it to some other formula but like i don't know i'm just sitting here thinking like if it was in space and there was you know and it's just that's uh, just sucks right that already it just sucks, sucks. To talk it already about. sucks because it's just yeah. people that you know have just no attachment to actual shit. like yeah. if you just made no, this it's it's so good that it is what it is yeah it really is it, like there's it's just it has to exist as as this game otherwise i think it's just you know it loses its flavor yeah i think i think it makes perfect sense that game of thrones is a mod and not the full game because right. you're immediately it's like false pretenses like even if this is what game of thrones is like i, I i've never seen game of thrones or read it but i yeah. i gather that it is actually about this stuff yeah it is but almost certainly someone who sees oh game of thrones video game they're that is not what they would expect it to be right right like they would expect it to be something with a lot more just upfront presence and like yeah um i with a mod that works because you can appeal to people who are like self-selecting like they're, mm-hmm. this is like Yep. They see this game and they're like, oh my god, this would be perfect for Game of Thrones. But you could never sell this Game of Thrones game on the shelf as a right. standalone player. Play the right? Game of Thrones game. It will take <laughs> two days to right. yeah. yeah. do yeah. anything. Yeah. 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 Um, so I think, this, I, I think it, this is actually really great the way this all works out. I mean yeah. I, I'm, I'm so pleased that weird shit like this is facilitated. And Steam, stuff like Steam as well, by consolidating kind of the enthusiast – PC audience like there's the there's the other like avenues like GOG and and mm-hmm. sort of just direct sales and humble and all that stuff but like having that kind of weird or orbital system with right. Steam at the center and the other services around it like there's just so much more coherency yeah. to the kind of hardcore PC community these days and it's I, I don't know it's amazing it's really yeah. cool to the point where there's shit like uh, did you guys see this boiler Bind- binding of this. Isaac uh, league racing. Oh yeah, you were telling me about this. Yeah, the, this is the incredible. Competitive Binding of Isaac stuff. A sizable scene of Binding yeah. of Isaac speedrun races now. Yes, there's a le- they're on their second season. Well, it's a it's a sizable f- more than there 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 were dozens of people in that bracket. It was crazy. Wow. Well, yeah, I mean, tens of thousands of people watch it. 
Yeah. The, the, the viewership is enormous. Really? Yeah. That's, that's the surprising thing. It's huge. It's, I'm, not surprising, I'm not surprised it exists, but I'm surprised that that many people watch yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, it's enormous. Wow. It's huge. Um, okay. uh, it's really well put together, actually. It really yeah. is. Yeah. So what this is, it's just – it's two – it's split screen. It's basically just like ghost racing but just simultaneous. Um, so two two guys, just two people, two competitors spawn a Binding of Isaac game. They both just start at the same time and it's just first to completion. And if they die – that's so, if one of them dies, they have to start over. Completely different roles. I was obviously. going to say, exactly. how do you? Yeah, how does that work? I mean, like, it's how just is luck it, how is of the draw. Like you just, oh man. Weird. Well, I think the point is that I think the the idea is that over time, there's so many random draws that sure. even if the arcs are totally different, like they must normalize enough to some degree that it's worth yep. doing this, or people wouldn't. They watch also it. have they have a, a set of banned items, and it's like yeah. Oh wow. You, and you can't use the dice to reroll drops mm-hmm. except in very specific cases and stuff. So. It's also never single elimination. It's always at least like best three out of best two out of three or three out of five. Like mm. so, you know, I mean, they I think yeah, they want yeah. to account for like crazy outliers. Right. But I mean, even aside from that, regardless of that, just watching it is super fun. Yeah. I mean, re- you know, regardless of whether it's perfectly fair or not, like the guy commentating it just knows the game inside and out. And uh, the people are good at the game. They're fun to watch. And it's interesting, too, because their strategies are totally different than mine because I play the game as a sort of completionist because I want to have – I want to not miss any, like, health upgrades or anything. So you whereas, every room on the map that you can. Yeah, whereas yeah. they're going for time. Mm-hmm. And so they'll just like, leave items that I would I would try to kill all the guys and get to. And they're just like, well, the door's open. I'm going. Right. Um, it's It's weird. It's one of the strangest things I've ever seen, but it's really – interesting for some reason hmm. yeah it's called boiler weird binding of isaac uh yeah league racing it is astounding to me how many people are streaming speed runs and how like just that community has become an insane thing yeah. like ugh. like today i was just looking at twitch and they're just a, like, like a half a dozen just insane speedrunners uh, doing the most like uh, I think like Super Metroid was one. And yeah, then Mario was, 64 is a huge one I've noticed. Majora's Mask is a huge one. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's goofy to me. I, also, I I need to point out, Jake. I mean, it is impressive. The existence but. of Boiler means Pikmin 2 League obviously feasible. Why are you even saying that on the podcast? People will <laughs> steal this shit. No. <laughs> yeah. 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 I already made the fucking overlays. Why aren't we? Did you actually? I mean, yeah, they're like three quarters of the way done. Yeah, Why are yeah. we doing this? Yeah. What? At its point. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Maybe, maybe when the Crusaders, when the Crusader Kings two story is complete, right? Yeah, we'll we go we, to its we, spiritual successor. Heads up, Pikmin multiplayer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we do want to play through this campaign to its conclusion. Yeah, that would be um, good. Because, because you know, like most paradox, like all paradox games, I guess it's it does have. Well, what it does the hell have a would set. That be? Well, they all, they all end. Yeah, you okay. play until a certain year, right? I mean, or unless yeah, you just your, year, your line goes extinct. I mean, sure. you can just lose, which is not at all unfeasible for us to do. Oh, yeah. If this thing ends and Ragnar's great grandson has ascended to the throne, or great 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 grandson, <laughs> so the only way success. for that to happen would be we would have to marry him to a noble woman and then have it be a matrilineal house. You've so got to like, start marrying him into the family so that one of his heirs can work its way back up into becoming king somehow. You can do it. You got to be able to do it. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you can get – Ragnar is going to be dead pretty soon. I don't even know if he can have a kid anymore. He's oh, old. Oh, I'm sure he can. <laughs> You're sure you – I'm, I'm you positive. Just, yeah. I just have okay. a feeling. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. We're, yeah we, we'll figure it out. I don't know when we're going to stream next, but just keep an eye on our Twitter feed. Yeah. Thumbs and yeah. We'll, That's uh, been fun. Yeah. It, it sounds like you guys haven't played it much or at all. 
What until this? You mean? No, no, sorry, but I was we just, played it for six hours. Now that was that was the beginning of a sentence. It was not related to Crusader Kings oh, two. Okay. Oh, can you believe it? <laughs> <laughs> no, I wanted to talk about Sir, you are being hunted for a minute. Oh, okay, oh, yeah, go for it. I only played it for a minute because I'm me. Um, <laughs> but so explain the deal with this game. Explain okay, yeah. Sir, you are being hunted is. Uh, an independent game. It's led up by Jim Rossignol, whose last name I think I'm pronouncing acceptably kind of. I don't have no idea how to pronounce uh, that. I think it's more or less correct. He uh, is a writer at Rock, Paper, Shotgun, and he's since started doing game development stuff. I think this game was kickstarted. Yes, um, it was, yeah. It's a first-person survival game set in a sort of fictional version of an English countryside that has since gone post-apocalyptic, but in an old-timey way. Right. Uh, and it's because gentlemen robots have taken over and are just exterminating all of mankind. So it takes mm. place... They're killing all humans. Yes. Um, sir, you're being hunted, is the... Uh, mm -hmm. mm. All sirs are being hunted. Yeah, so I don't really know what... <laughs> Ma'am's fine. It's got some kind of... Uh, there's some lore at work for sure because yeah. there's there's some there's this set of standing stones that look like a Stonehenge type thing. Cairns. Yeah, and <laughs> you your objective in this game is to uh, there's oh sorry backing up slightly all the terrain in this game is procedurally generated when oh, cool. you so you right. roll a world at the beginning. Yeah. Of it. It's it's five islands that are connected by docks. Um, so you you know you can if you want to leave an island you can yeah um, and as of right now you can choose only if it's a rural a rural based area or a mountain based area and it's a pre release game so they're going to be unlocking more and more of that stuff but um, you roll the five islands and start in the middle of the middle one and uh, your objective is to stay alive long enough to get like I think it's twenty six or thirty two of these stones that are just hidden around the world and bring them back to the circle and that's it so the objective is incredibly simple. But the entire game is just open world stealth against robots, and it's got the sort of Minecrafty, don't starvey uh, survival mm. stuff going on. So yeah, it's, it's I got, remember thinking, I remember seeing at one point early when they were talking about it, it was very stalker influenced. Okay, that kind of open world survival stuff. Yeah, but th this game, it's it seems like Stalker has more actual specific objective type stuff going on in it. Than yeah, this. there's missions. That this you, game yeah. is literally just there is. There are, I guess it seems like a few classes of enemy AI that exist mm -hmm. out in the world autonomously, and they're just, it's just open world procedurally generated guard stealth, basically. So you're hiding in brush, popping up out of it, using binoculars to observe guards that are in a little, like, cluster of bombed out town, and then you sneak around to collect things to feed yourself because you have a vitality meter that's always dropping, uh, which you can fix by food eating uh it also has limited crafting for bandages and things you can also build traps and you hmm. can also pick up weapons so the first things that you get are binoculars the first thing you have is basically nothing right and then you um the first couple things that i got were binoculars an empty bottle and then i i think i just lucked out on my roll because i picked up a handgun that had six shots in it mm. that was the worst thing that the game could have handed me that early into it but um <laughs> well why why because a guy showed up, and it takes way more than six shots from a oh. handgun to kill a fucking autonomous robot. Uh -huh. So I just made everyone near me. Like I, <laughs> I was like, I was behind a building. So the game just gave you the rope to hang yourself. Yes. Well, the first, <laughs> I was, I'm bad at this game. It turns out. I, I played, <laughs> I played a few times through, and I died once through, starving myself to death. Like I, the classic overindulgent move of, oh, it also has um, grid-based inventory management. So it has mm, classic for yeah. to. I guess simulate, you know, yeah, it has inventory Tetris so that you don't just go out and 
you know, all the things. vacuum everything. But up, I did yeah. decide that, well, just by complete chance on my second playthrough, I think there were two of the stones were in complete close proximity to each other, but I threw bandages and food out of my inventory because I was like, there's a clear empty field between here and there. So then it was just me running across half of an island carrying two huge rocks <laughs> and then I starved to death. And <laughs> Oh no, I placed both of them into the machine uh-huh. and you can't save if your vitality is too low or if you're oh, bleeding. Oh God, and you had no bandages. And I had nothing. So I just yeah. like, sweet, I'm, you know, yeah. a 16th of the way through this game and then I died. But um, right. the other time I died because I didn't know what the bottle did and it turns out what it's meant for is throwing to distract robots. So the first thing I did was throw a bottle from my hiding place, which brought a guy over who I went and then unloaded <laughs> six shots into him. But I think, Chris, the reason that you're going to like this game is because it demands to be played the way that you like playing games like this, which it's is... Being very patient. Basically, yeah. this game is about... Yeah, the, the visibility, visibility meter is very, very, very clear as to what's going on. And it's very, very clearly, if you're crouched and you're in cover in, like behind a fence or inside of the weeds, you just can't be seen at all. Mm-hmm. If you stand up, you can be seen a little bit. And then if you run, you know, mm-hmm. it just is a little radiating circle that goes out. But it's clearly entirely about watching these robot huntsmen wander around, looking for the surveillance blimps that are flying over, and planning exactly what you're going to do. And I'm just not good enough to actually plan sure. or execute yeah. any of these things. Um, but... So how did you so so you sir you were being hunted is in like alpha right now. Yeah, yeah? I backed it in the Kickstarter yeah. and there is also like it's not it's not I don't think on Steam in any capacity yet. I think it's just through their website. It's big-robot.com. Um I don't know the cost to get in but they're still they have the sort of like big post robot? Kickstarter. Isn't that the name of the film production company? That's Bad Robot. Oh, Bad Robot. Mm. Okay. Uh but they have um you can check out stuff about the game there and you can I think you can still pay into the beta but I don't know for how long it's going to be in pre-release at this point. Right. Um, it's just it's it's not an incredibly complicated game, but the the choices for what they did decide to include are things that are good. Yeah, it sounds good. Of just yeah, yeah. It it like simple survivalist crafting stuff, and then very much like. Are there any enemies that actually hunt you, or are they just really just guys out in the wilderness, kind of on my path, and then you come across them? Um, like, is there, you know what I'm saying? Like, how long are you pursued by someone aggressively? Yeah. I'm not sure. Okay, I haven't I haven't lived long enough to know right. how long grudges are held, or if those guys communicate across things, or if there yeah. is somewhere a higher class guy that I haven't found yet. Right, who's just a pursuer? That just, yeah, like yeah. how much of it is just guards yeah, versus right. how much of That's, it is intelligent yeah. AI? I don't know. Yeah. Um, from what I was playing, which was, again, only the first like couple hours of playing this game, it was, I like these games less than you guys, so I don't ever know uh, where your opinion is going to stand relative to mine, and this game is definitely a very streamlined version of this stuff. Sure. Yeah. At least, except for the fact that it has a bunch of stuff that I haven't gotten to involving traps and crafting and right, right. loot management and five different spaces that I don't know what their connected nature is. Yeah. But... There's no real mission objectives other than live long enough to get all these things and bring them back. Mm-hmm. And that that requires you to just explore the entirety of the game and live yeah. through it all. So yeah. I imagine a successful playthrough of this game would be a really fulfilling experience, but I haven't managed to get more than three rocks because I'm bad. <laughs> should I play it this week or should I wait and do it on the stream before next podcast? Which uh, do you think would be more valuable? Oh, whatever. Yeah. It sounds cool. I think if you want to play it, I would say maybe play it first, okay? Because I think it's a good idea. You're more likely to get 
And we're not going to have anyone in the chat who's like super knowledgeable about it because it's not out yet. So. Yeah, there's. I mean, there's a community on their forums of people who are in early access, but I think okay. if we do it on the stream, we're just going to play like an hour of it. Whereas if you play it alone, you might actually get further into it to yeah. uncover mm-hmm. more of it. Whereas the stream sure. is going to be replicating sense. my yeah, pleasure yeah. again. I'll play it this week. But Sounds fun. It Yeah, I've been looking at it for a bit and I finally played it and it's cool. Mm. That's cool. Yeah. It's It's bad. I mean, I like that there's a there's this overall objective. I feel you like with don't bad. starve, I just <laughs> it's not actually bad. <laughs> yeah, don't starve is just don't starve. Whereas this it this is actually giving you something to do. Right, this game could easily have been in alpha, just saying live as long as you can from right, robots. Right. But instead, it just even though it's stupid, like yeah, it is. No, I think it's. Dumb. I think that, that has Collect to help. Thirty two stones and put them in a circle. Yeah. at least that's like. Yeah, you know. From how long it takes you to walk to the first stone, to the second stone, right. to the third. Right. And then you realize that halfway across the island is a dock that leads you to five other islands. Right. That right. There's well, I'm not I'm not like a high score fetishist. So when it comes to something like this, I just don't. If, if I'm just doing, you know, rep, repetitious playthroughs of a game where you're just, you know, trying to survive as long as you possibly right. can. After a while, it's like, well... I know the way that this game feels. I know I can just extrapolate in my head like yep. what the perfect playthrough of this is, and it's basically just chance. Like I died to this guy twenty minutes in. Right. Oh, surprising! Like we're, you know, with roguelikes, I just feel like eh, there needs to be a, a overall goal. Otherwise, I'm just bleh. well. Roguelike always has a goal. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Well, no, I guess not. I guess some not, of them just go forever. Yeah, some of them just go on. Yeah. The roguelike like likes. Yeah. Anyway. I like I like having an overall. Yeah, it's goal. it's cool it's that it rolls a completely new world, but the objective inside of it is the same every time. Yeah, cool. Want to do some reader mail? Sure. Um. Oh, also, it's very pretty. Oh, yeah, it's cool. It's cool. Yeah, it does look good. Yeah, it's it's seen, built in Unity, right? Nice. I have no idea what it's I think built it's built in, in Unity. I think mm-hmm. they they did that generation um, and built it for Unity. Yeah, crazy. It's, it's crazy. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, like it it evokes a weird sort of dank but kind of funny version of of the english countryside in a way that you mm-hmm. would not expect like the choices that they made for how the world is procedurally procedurally generated like how it builds little old crappy stone fences and yeah. where it puts little bombed out farmed houses and churches and stuff yeah it looks good it's it's nice yeah it has a specificity to it that you wouldn't expect to get out of that's right. cool that's good to hear. just like jungle or forest yeah right yeah right, instead right. england anyway yeah, that's interesting. i'm really actually curious about that yeah it's one of the most intriguing things you said about it. Um, oh, thanks, Chris. Yeah. Well, I mean, oh, it's a thing guy, that I would raise that comment highly. <laughs> yeah. No, I just mean I, it's a thing I like in games a lot. We talk about yeah, that in yeah. games a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, it's cool. Yeah. Um, Henry Torres says, hey, Chris, Jake, and whoever's rotated in and out of the show as a host. <laughs> Whoa. This is whoever, whoever All right. is. Um, he says, there was some buzz on the internet recently about a Quake 3 Arena story in which the bots evolved to becoming peaceful. The story sadly turned out to be fake, but it did get me to think about my own experiences with video game AI doing unexpected and contradictory things. I've been playing Star Wars Rebellion, a 4X strategy game that was released in 1998. I played so much of that game. Really? Oh, Oh, yeah. I never played that. Oh, yeah. Um, Every now and then I still load it up. It's hilarious. Wow, interesting. Wow, okay. I'm curious about your perspective when he says this. Yeah. I I have not read this email, actually, so I don't even know. Let's do Um, it. As you would expect, you play as either the Galactic Empire or the Rebel Alliance, trying to dominate the other side for control or freedom of the galaxy via di- diplomatic, covert, or outright warring tactics. I've been playing as the Emperor, but taking kind as the Empire, but taking a kinder, gentler approach to their film portrayal, choosing to avoid subjugating planets to be under my control and rely on the kind of tactics the Rebels do. 
As I crept across the galaxy, gaining popularity among the people, the rebels abruptly began launching attacks on my territory. Carriers would hyperjump to otherwise peaceful planets, unloading devastating bombardments that would destroy civilians and military personnel alike. I thought at first it was a fluke the first time it happened, but the frequency and effectiveness of these assaults only grew with time. The noble heroes that saved the galaxy from the terrifying Death Star suddenly became little more than a shadow of the very thing they were fighting to save the galaxy from. Hopefully you guys yeah. find the situation as amusing as I did. Regards, Henroid. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> I love that the game just needs to like fill in the gaps from what you're doing. It's like if you're mm-hmm. like, if you're not right creating aggression, it's like battles need to happen. Like I don't know what their AI model is at all, but like it's uh, just a it's a total conquest. You know, I mean, it's so you know okay, at a certain so, point yeah, you're right. just battling for control of everything. Yeah. So that's just a natural consequence. Yeah. So what's the deal with this game? I don't really know anything about it. Um, it was uh, God, it, it was not well reviewed at the time, but I played it because of a Star Wars game. You know, uh-huh. it's just like oh, cool Star Wars and it's a strategy game, sweet. Um, I kind of grew to love it, which is weird because I don't know if it's actually a good game. It's incredibly like it's deep in a way that is not necessarily good. Like you have to just know a lot of stuff and just, Oh God, there are just so many systems that are kind of superfluous. And the, it has a real time battle system that isn't good. It's honestly like star destroyers are like four polygons and you just kind of, you have no direct control over ships and you just sit there and wait. It's actually a terrible game. It's really bad. <laughs> that said, so what's, what's attractive about it? Well, ah, you know, what's attractive about it. So, I'll put it in the context of the other Star Wars strategy game that was released, which was Star Wars Empire at War, mm. which was a very watered down version of Rebellion, which it's, it you know, everything was streamlined. It was balanced. It had these very basic, um, I mean, I guess I should, I should go back. It's, it's not a 4X game. I don't know what you would call Rebellion, but it's, it's, um, it's like, I guess, I guess it's 4X. It's uh, it's 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 akin to um, endless space and the like, you know. Um, Empire at War was a petroglyph game, I think. Actually, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it yeah, was. Yeah. yeah, but the other ones, because there was also a Force. Commander, this game was developed was... by Cool Hand Interactive. Cool Hand was it really? That's what it says on the internet. Oh my god. Um. They anyway, tried, they tried Star Wars strategy games so many times, and they I don't did. think any of them actually hit. None of them. None of them were. I mean, Empire at War, I think, sold probably all. You know fairly well they did an expansion they you know I, i think i think that got pressed but i don't know rebellion is just so it's crazy it's just it's just the scale of it if you just if you choose a large map Mm-hmm. For a four x game it's actually kind of ridiculous like uh-huh. it's it's just a very hardcore unrelenting um uh version of that type of game which i kind of appreciate it's I like yeah it's I funny just, how occasionally star wars games were yeah, these weird. They were just like deep like, dives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's good. I mean, you can just got, build like like by the end of a rebellion run, you just have like thousands of star destroyers. You know, like you just <laughs> it's just insane. But that's kind of cool, right? Like yeah. it's just it feels like yeah. it feels like what you know. It feels like a very um, uh, realistic take on Star Wars, which at the time was interesting to me. Like you to actually build a star destroyer, you have to have like thirty factories on this planet. And you know what I mean? It was just like everything felt very logical in a way that Star Wars usually was not portrayed as. This so, is right, dumb. Yeah. I remember being so excited about this game because of its box. Because, oh man, yeah. Because the box is the, the box t- is just the, the shot. It was a hardcore it's box. The tiny planet with the huge star destroyer yeah. rolling in, taking yeah. up the entire cover of the box. Yeah. Right. Ugh. And then I remember all the reviews saying this game is terrible, so I never yeah. touched it. <laughs> 
It's funny. I don't think it's a bad game, really. I think it's actually a you, good game. You've, you've come around in the course of your opinion to, well, like, in the last three minutes. It sounds like I, it does interesting stuff. It's very yeah. difficult to play. Yeah. It's it's you're, you're micromanaging things. It's from the degree. era when a but, really big budget license game could actually be kind oh, of man. bad but interesting. God, like, the other thing is... It's got a 50% oh, on game rankings. The worst <laughs> thing about it was that they... <sighs> So that there was just an extremely large UI, um, and then you just had your like planet view. But the HUD was just—it was the worst. And then on top of that, they put like a little C-3PO and R2D2 style <laughs> like characters. Ad- like they weren't actually like R2-D2. a bonsai buddy. Oh, wait, no, no. They were for the for the like uh, a little fucking Alliance. scream guy. Who yeah, like a little like Mister Jumpy. And they would just go every time. Imagine in Crusader Kings, every time there's a message delivered. You would hear like R two D two just kind of fart. <laughs> like imagine, C three PO would just say stuff. He would say like, Yo, "Another city is under attack." Exactly another. like that. There was a weird voice. For right, C3PO. right, yeah, yeah. Uh, my Lord, I can't do C three PO. Another city's under another, attack. Another city's yeah. under attack. I'm on C three. I'm C three PO. What? Just, but David just never shut up. Oh, just doing a Google image search for Star Wars Rebellion and rolling through the number of screenshots of this game and yeah. the number of. Subscreens and mm. bulky UI and like oh, no, all t- the different encounter oh. types and stuff. It looks like they built a lot of game. There's a lot of game there. There's there's so much depth to it that it's it it it's just it was incredibly hard to just keep track of everything, which is why people rated it more. Oh, like it just it's became a classic '90s PC UI. Do you yep. see this? Oh yeah, no, it's yeah. just it's hilarious. Oh, my God. It's so bad, but. Yeah, I don't know. If you can put up with it, it's actually Where the whole thing's like inside a hilarious frame with right. like skeuomorphic the game is buttons inside like a computer. molded out yeah. of the thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But what's God, funny, though, what's funny about Empire crazy. War... There's just like nine Star Destroyers on top of each other all firing things. Like, mm-hmm. it's crazy looking. Yeah. Yeah. It's so weird, though, because Empire at War actually, just from an over... Uh, Empire at War was uh, just like a, like a pixel art isometric straight up regular one, wasn't it? Or no? What no, no, was no. That? No. Which Star Wars strategy game was that? Oh, God. I know what you're thinking of. Oh, I saw the one you're talking about. At E3. I remember seeing that. Yeah. Oh, God. I saw that at E3, and it was like... That's old, though. That was was prequel stuff. Really? Galactic Battlegrounds was like... What am I thinking of, then? There was another one that... I can't remember what I'm thinking of. Star Wars games. Empire at War was like Rebellion. It, it actually emulated it to a, a very strange degree. Like, oh, really? just, just from the strategy standpoint, mm-hmm. you have this core center of really important systems and then the periphery, which are unimportant, which I'm sure is a thing that... Okay. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Mm, no, go ahead. No. I, I was going to just change the subject. Oh, yeah. That's fine. That's fine. We're yeah. not talking oh, about anything right well, now. Well, what I was going to say is just Galactic Battlegrounds. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one that was by Ensemble. Oh, right. Okay. Oh, Ensemble. Crazy. And yeah, that, I played that. That was the one that I think was I the did. most well-received out of all It just looks like StarCraft. Yeah, because yeah. I, I think it's the Star Wars game. It came out in, uh, let me guess, 2002. 2001, I think. Okay. Yeah, and I think that it was the, we've done 5 million Star Wars strategy games. Just get Ensemble to make one. Yeah. 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 And, but then I think they made Force Commander after this. Yeah. Empire of War. Empire, this I'm, I'm Empire this down. We're not that. talking about anything right now. Let's talk We're about Star Wars strategy games. Guessing Trail years that Star Wars games came out. This is not interesting. This is all anyone cares about. It's mm. true. Um, okay, I'm going to find another reader mail here. You, you, you hurry. Because <laughs> I'm just going to keep talking about Rebellion. God, the cutscenes. Oh, man. When you just hit new game, the so cutscenes were so amazing writes, at the time. Good evening, gents. You're the Emperor. You're just Shut landing up. on the Death Star Nick. at the beginning. It's like, fuck! I am the Emperor! Oh, man. <laughs> okay, As a kid, I was just so pleased. Yeah, alright. Yeah. 
Um, so Andrew, Sp- I like those scenes in Tie Fighter. Anyway, yeah, uh, that stuff was good. Andrew Sparks says progress through failure. Good evening, gents. Perhaps not the example you had in mind, but you may want to look into LSD Dream Emulator for the PlayStation One. Are you hearing this, Jake? Yes. Oh, I played that game so much that Jake just showed me. Anyway, <laughs> what is what? Nothing. We're looking at Star Wars strategy games still. Yeah. Um, anyway, LSD Dream Emulator. Yeah. That's for the man. PlayStation One. Uh, he says it defies conventional explanation. Loosely, it appears as an open world game. You enter a dream, appearing in a different starting location each time, and walk around looking at things. The only way you can interact with anything appears to be by walking into it. Doing so will send you to another dream area until you eventually wake up. As you play, the game records what seems to be a log of how soundly you slept. By walking into or otherwise experiencing bad or frightening things, the chart you see at the start of each day shows you had a less enjoyable sleep. As you continue to experience more and more days, the world begins to change. The textures on the walls change. The textures on the creatures change. New elements appear. Perhaps this time you'll meet a flying whale. Perhaps next time a 50-foot devil will stride through the city. Or maybe you'll just be paralyzed and killed by a shadowy figure who erases all your memories. I'm presenting this as an example of progress through failure because I believe that by having bad dreams, your game world becomes more chaotic and interesting. Since the game is Japanese, the instruction manual is very hard to obtain and the whole experience is strange and dreamlike. It's hard to tell what effect your progress is even having or if you're making progress at all it leaves a lot to your own imagination it also has an fmv of a fish in a bowl using an elevator yours obscurely andy uk that's a game that is bonkers yeah what i wonder what this game (laughs) i mean where would (laughs) we how would one even know this exists like this is like crazy i don't know that sounds Uh, cool i'm uh, yeah (laughs) thanks for telling us about that (laughs) lsd dream emulator yeah Anyway, Star Wars. An extremely <laughs> rare video game released in 1998 by Outside Directors Company. <laughs> oh, God. Wow. Wow. There's Let's Plays of it. All right, so look that up if you, if you want. That sounds crazy. Yeah. Um, Sean Wenham says, YouTube has become a global democratic film studio. User-generated content fuels and inspires millions of users and participants. Do you feel a similarly gro- global democratic game studio could ever exist in a similar form? Yours, Faith Thumbly, Sean Wenham. An like analogy new, to YouTube for Like games. Newgrounds, maybe? Um, That's yeah. like the weird, like, underground, like, fucked up version. Yes. Analogy to YouTube for games? Yeah. Like, you have to play the game and not just look at the game? <laughs> <laughs> Jake's already not interested. That's know, not like, interesting I, to Jake. I have to play no, this No, no, no. Sorry. I'm, I'm trying, like, Twitch. that doesn't exist because it's not, like, that's just not... You right. can't, unless it's like Flash game portals are the only things like that that well, exist. that's what I mean. That's why yeah. I said Newgrounds. Yeah, Grounds, I guess yeah. they existed. Newgrounds is the one. I mean, Newgrounds is, I mean. Uh, Steam. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's not the same. Oh. It's not the same, but yeah, I guess. I mean, that is one of the things that is inherently weird about games. On live? Um, yeah, I'll albino have, I guess, black one sheep. To do that. <laughs> oh, man, Albino Black Sheep. Yeah. Wow. Deep cuts. Going back there. God, it's been like a decade yeah. since I went to that yeah. website. Uh, probably, crazy. Probably downloaded the share bear of Soldat or something and, and then the went, went to a Vinyl Black Sheep yeah. and played a stick figure game. The closest I can think of is genuinely <laughs> on live. Except it's not really democratic because they're just no. a publisher. You know, they're just yeah. a no, that's true. There isn't a thing like that. Yeah, Newgrounds think... is like that is. Yeah. What, yeah. That's the closest I'm thing. I'm sure there's a re- there's like a cooler one that we don't know about. <laughs> I mean, there's there's like Congregate. Like, is that open, oh, to, yeah. Yeah, open yeah, to anyone? Congregate. Yeah. Newgrounds is the most make an account, drop a Swift. Yeah, yeah. Right. A lot of people rate it and comment it and have communities that follow creators and stuff. Right? Rate my Swift. Rate yeah. my Swift. 
All right. Yeah. The answer is we don't know. Maybe those, maybe those <laughs> flash points. Uh, sorry. Um, Brian Pettis writes, hi, thumbs. Love the cast, long-time listener, etc. ellipses, Oxford, comma, whatever. I wanted to share with you guys, presuming that Chris and Nick are conscious, my shared experience with the Crusader King stream. I haven't read this email, so I don't know what's in it. I happen to see the tweet. He didn't write that. I said that. I happen to see this tweet about your streaming just as I was settling in for my first game of Civ Five in more than a year. So I turned into, I tuned into your stream while setting up my archipelago map playing as England. My plan was to watch the stream while grinding out early game exploration and expansion, then come back later for the more interesting stuff. Instead, I was hit with a double whammy of both Civ One More Turnitis and the half-thumbs doing their level best to drive the British Isles into the Dark Ages early. End result, I got two hours of sleep and yet still have been plotting throughout the day, A, how to complete my English victory over the strange Mayan Incan cabal that has formed against me in Civ, Solution Nukes, and B, anticipation to hear the agonized cries when Ragnar finally gets his well-deserved dirt nap. Let him go, guys. He's earned it. Good night and good luck. Brian Pettis. Man. Not until he's had that kid. He says, once you run out of thumb names, I think Ryan Davis would have gotten a kick out of you using his name somewhere in your game. The world needs more people like him, and given the game's propensity for insanity, I think he'd fit right in. It's a pretty good idea. King Davis. I think that's solid. Yeah, that's going to happen. Yeah. God, I can't so imagine right getting yeah, addicted actually. to, like, getting into that cycle where, cause, because a game like Civ is a thing that I play, like, sometimes while, like, listening to a podcast or doing something. I know. Having the duel, I know, like, because oh we. God. One of the things we didn't say about this is that we were playing that game until one thirty a.m. We started oh, on a on a work at, night at eight p.m. Yeah, and I remember noticing at one point, I was like, "Oh man, it's after midnight. It's like twelve fifteen. and we're like, "Oh okay, we'll we'll just wrap up yeah. a couple loose ends, yeah. and then we'll be good." I literally the next time. I looked at the clock. It was one thirty a.m. Yeah, no, that was shocking. That was insane. That was, that was terrifying. That was, I thought that like a daylight savings switch had yeah, occurred yeah, yeah. or something. I was floored. I couldn't yeah. believe it. That was pretty gross. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, and it's not even a one more turn thing either. You have full control over the time scale in that game. There's yeah, no but excuse. It, but it's still. But the the underlying thing is still that civ like yeah. overlapping objectives. Right. You know, where it's like, oh, we're going to accomplish this, right. but then while you're accomplishing that, some other mm-hmm. important matter is raised by your council or whatever, or yeah. you know, something happens. Yeah. Um, yeah. It has that same basic sensation. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. If you have a question, oh yeah, write us at questions at idlethumbs.net. Question yeah. could be about anything, really. Probably about Don't, video games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, whatever you want. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. Probably video games. Send us mail. Send us mail. Questions at idlethumbs.net. Follow mm-hmm. us on the internet. At? At idlethumbs on Twitter. We have our YouTube account. <laughs> YouTube.com slash idlevideos. Uh, we're also on Twitch. Streaming now once or twice a week, it seems like. Twitch.tv slash idlethumbs. And also, if you want, like we said earlier, if you want to get into Crusader Kings 2... It might not be a bad thing to do to just actually come by the Out of Thumbs forums mm-hmm. and read, also, the, read the Crusader Kings thread. We've got a recap of all that, including a link to the forum thread on blog.idlethumbs.net. This is the most, this is the pluggiest. If you like this podcast, please tell your friends about it. Thanks. <laughs> um, also, rate us on iTunes. Oh mm-hmm. my God, it never ends. Yep. Also, actually, visit the YouTube page, but then subscribe. Right. <laughs> subscribe to us. Follow <laughs> us on Twitter. On Twitch also? Yeah. Go to archive.org and find the old Idle Thumbs website. Read read more. (laughs) Read that. Um, (laughs) While you're there, uh, um, you won't find it there. But if you go to our new site, you can find our Facebook page. 
Yes. Uh, oh, yeah. Also, we have additional podcasts that you should check out. <laughs> Dota Today, a weekly Dota podcast by Nick and Sean. Uh-huh. If you like strategy games, like Crusader Games, you should listen to 3MA, or 3 Moves Ahead, on Idle Thumbs Network. And we're coming up soon for a new Idle Book Club. Where we're reading The Sun Also Rises by Ernest Hemingway. I can't believe how many things we have on the internet. I, like... What is all this garbage? If you like Chris, follow him at twitter.com slash Chris Remo. <laughs> I feel like we're missing a few things that we have. Oh, Chris has a Bandcamp page. You can check out. It's got the 40 Flights of Loving soundtrack on it. Uh, oh, man. Oh, weird. Yeah. Yeah. I think I have a MySpace page. <laughs> really? Maybe. I have a live journal. Oh, I shouldn't say that. Why did I say that? Oh, God. No. Please no. find Nick Brecken's live journal. Shut it all journal. down. You know uh, what's terrible about it? Please, I can't do anything with it because I forgot the password. Please so send evidence there. of Nick Brecken's live journal oh, to questions Christ. at idlethumbs.com. Please email Nick no. Brecken's new live journal password to oh, questions no. at idlethumbs.net so that he can read oh, his old no. posts. No, you won't edit this out, you son of a bitch. This oh, is the fucking, this is the worst day of my life. Why did he open my mouth? You I've been so scared that someone would finally find it. I'm just, what do I do to myself? Is oh, it, okay, here, here's the real oh, question. Here's the real question. Nick, 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 Nick. Is it livejournal.com slash tilde ratso fatso rat? No. All right, you're probably safe then. No, I'm not, but that's fine. <laughs> is it? All right. All right. Let's, wrap, let's wrap this up here. Oh, God. Thanks it's for listening to our ago. stupid Thanks, podcast. Oh, Please. No! Shut it all down! <laughs> <laughs>